that's weird. It's really echoey in here. It's fine. I know. It's, I know it's, it's not fine. a big deal. Sorry, talk. It's like kind of weird. I don't like hearing myself in it's, general. It's because you don't like, ever talk to anybody in this apartment. No. <laughs> that part is true. <laughs> and if I do, it, I have a headset on, so I can't hear myself, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so uh, I have finally witnessed Josh's apartment. He does have a place to live. Josh, is, is he confirmed minimalist? Yeah. But there's more stuff than I expected. I was going to ask you if it's there, more or what you expect. It's, well, it's, it's Spartan. But yes, Spartan? <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? It's a good adjective, uh, Josh. It's huh? like minimalistic. Spartan? Mm-hmm. Like Master Chief Spartan? Sort of. It's it's it means like super orderly. Yes. Well, yeah. That's, but uh, well, yeah. I also thought of it as like there's hardly anything here, and then it's also very neat. It's like this corner. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. N- I'm surprised there's a bag in the corner. No, that's my bike rack <laughs> for my car. I wrapped it up so nothing got on it. Well, it's oh, okay. And then just a tire. Yes, that's just a, the that's tire. A bike tire. I see that. Okay. <laughs> Do I have time One. to define the word Spartan? Sure. Uh, <laughs> showing maybe I indif- used it incorrectly. This this is Josh uh, showing indifference to comfort or luxury, traditionally associated with ancient Sparta. But the point is, it's a very oh. minimalistic. Um, you know, no, no frills, something. no frills lifestyle. Yeah. It's kind of different than what I thought. I when really I used like it. that though. It's pretty I'm specific. I've never heard that. I've never, it's specific. I've never Nick. heard that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it defines Josh Simon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Spartan Simon. Yeah. Josh like No that. Frills Simon. Yeah. So also, listener, if it's a little echoey, it's because there's no carpet or any kind of fabric <laughs> there, in this apartment. <laughs> nothing to absorb sound. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So it might be a little different, but uh, yeah, games two v one. I'm not ready to do this Spar- intro. Spartan cast this week. Yeah, <laughs> are you thrown off? I am. I am thrown off. This is weird. It is, weird, but um, I don't like hunching on a couch. We have to hunch. That's your fault because Josh has a single chair. Which <laughs> why would I need more than one chair? Why do I have more than one chair? Because you have a house. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. But we have more people over, I guess. I have an apartment. Often, I have but, uh, chairs, Josh. You live with your girlfriend. That's true. There's two people in <laughs> your place. <laughs> I, I have more than two chairs, though. <laughs> ah, got you. <laughs> All right. This is the 2v1 podcast. <laughs> I'm Nick. Every week, I'm joined by Josh and Alex to talk about the video games we're playing. And the chairs in our apartment. And mm-hmm. how many chairs we have in our apartment. <laughs> uh now wait, though, Alex, if you lived on your own and didn't have like a kitchen table, would you have chairs? I, I still don't have a kitchen table. I have a range, but I don't have a dining room table or anything like that. What do you have chairs for then? When people come over. Oh, well, fuck that. I have... <laughs> that's, that's the fundamental difference, know, that's all. I don't whenever, like hosting people. Whenever I moved before Ashley joined me... Whenever I lived with you for a week? I had nothing in my place. And probably would have continued. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I sit on the floor and yeah. play Hotline Miami? Yeah, I, I had a single chair. That yep. sounds enjoyable. Um, no, I had two chairs. I had a desk chair and that weird IKEA one. Oh, the comfortable IKEA. Yeah, one. Yeah, which I still have, and Upstairs. it's great. Yeah, yeah. Those are expensive. I was thinking about buying they're one. stupid expensive. Like I should have never for bought the chair it. And then you have to buy the pad. Mm-hmm. You should get I a butthole IKEA. chair, Josh. Those that? things I call it the bubble oh, yeah. chair. It's it's those things. It's it's folds it's into like a net. 
Yeah, it's like a net oh, I, that you sit. I in. had one that you like. They're super comfortable. Yeah, they yeah, they why'd are you get rid of astoundingly it? comfortable for fifteen dollars. Nowhere to put it in here. Ah, I bought one at Target, and I was like, "All right, where am I going to put it? I'm not going to sit in it and play games. There's no space, so I took it back." Yeah, there you go. Chaircast, <laughs> like for real now. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I wish? We're going I knew? on five minutes here. Super random transition, but I wish I knew more about cars. You know. Way more than I do. I know. I yeah, you do, know more than both of a, us. I can do a decent amount on cars and whatnot, but my car is squeaking right now, the back tire, and it's super fucking frustrating. And I don't want to just take the brake pads off and that not be the problem and then waste all that time. You know how you solve this problem? I don't. I take it to an auto body shop. I know. But no, not owning a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, True. I don't have that luxury out here. And I like owning a car. You could totally. I'm saying lease. I, I will oh. never I will never worry about a car again. Yeah. Be, as soon as my car dies, I'm getting a lease and never thinking about it. Yeah, but even with your lease, if one of your brake pads starts to squeak, you take still have it, to get it replaced. You take it to the dealer. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. The difference is I never want a car payment. Yeah, well. So. Yeah, you, you have to pick one or the other, unfortunately. You're pay- <laughs> yeah, you're paying for the convenience. That's the car. That's the mm-hmm. loan or the lease. So, yeah. and I don't mind that at all. I, I mean, I could Neither change my I. brake pad in like an hour and a half or something on my own, but I don't have any tools and it's cold outside and I'd have to do it in a parking lot. And I yeah, just don't want to deal with any suck. of that. Yeah. I just don't want to. So I have to take it to a shop now. And you got to find one that's trustable. <laughs> well, like I was you can trust. Ask you about yeah, it doesn't rip you off. Your place. Uh, they do auto body stuff. They, they're not like, oh, mechanics. they're not an actual mechanic. I never I, do that. I don't think they do. Really? I mm-hmm. there it's an auto body thing. They just do repairs on like And that's paint, a, like that's a real thing stuff. which I didn't know about until a few years ago. Like, you know, yeah, some they, of them there's only a, work they on very specific they don't, things. Yeah, they don't do all all things of a car. They do specific parts. Oh. Yeah. You know what? This is I've why we started a podcast anything. listeners. So we could just you <laughs> you can just get a window into our lives. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> my my car is making a noise now. And I don't know what it is. It's every time I turn. Hey, that's what's going on with mine. Is it a squeak? It's not a squeak. Okay. It's like a weird clicking. Oh, so I can't wait for my tires to fall off. It might be a bearing. And I can finally get while, a new While car. you're going 80 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> Luckily, I don't drive fast ever. That My car is to go back to and from work. And I don't go over 50 miles an hour. And your tire is just not going to fall off if you're driving. Just uh, period. That's a thing with that, that car. Oh, with that car? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then fuck yeah. me sideways. It is that, that model of car. It just falls off? Yeah, it's something. How? Something it's an enhanced safety feature, off. Josh. It's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good luck with that. Yeah, good I, luck on your so, future endeavor. I hate cars, but I also still like driving games. So it's weird. I've admitted that before. Speaking of driving games, Dirt 4 got announced. Yeah. Are you excited? I am excited because it sounds like maybe Dirt Rally will inform that game because yeah. it's the same developers. Because when I first mentioned it, you were kind of just pushing it away. Like yeah, but there's, uh, there's like no information yet. So the only thing we know is that it procedurally generates a track. Which sounds really and That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So wait, is is Codemasters? Is that who does it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Is that who does Dirt or Dirt Rally? Both. They, oh, the they same. do both. Yeah. The Dirt series went crazy and got like arcadey after the first one. See, that's I'd feel like I'd like that. Well, think about any of the races in Forza Horizon yeah. where you're in a rally car. Yeah. That's what Dirt is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. It's fun, but um, 
I missed the sim stuff. I don't too. like the sim stuff. And that's what, like the time trial, really. There, that's as far as the sim thing goes. Like you can tune a car the same you can in Forza. That's like, no fun. I don't like doing that. Yeah, I don't know. But you spend time with that. I did. I got real deep into that on Dirt huh. Rally uh, for a little bit. I, I started downloading people's presets for c- certain tracks and certain cars, and it was really useful. Did you get to the point where like, you would make an adjustment on something and actually notice it? I was playing? not good at that, no. no. I just left it up to other people to <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah, because that I never understood. Yeah. like Just those minuscule settings that could affect like drifting. Well, or... it's a thing I don't understand. I don't know anything about cars in general. Yeah, so true. That like that's always been a problem for me too in any racing games. I'm like, I don't really know enough about this to well, there, tweak. Yeah, it, like so. what change is this really making? Yeah. You know? There's a couple I'm of obvious things. It. Like torque, you should know. Torque is just how quickly you get going from the start, for the most part. Yeah. Like how much you're pulling and acceleration. Like that stuff's all obvious, but when, whenever you're yeah. adjusting like just one wheels. Yeah, well, um, so Dirt Rally actually does it really well though, because yeah, it's a sim and it's a, it's like aimed at people that know shit about cars but it tells you whenever you're playing with any of that stuff it's like if you go this way it'll change how the car feels in this aspect or if you go this way it'll change this aspect of driving and it's actually really useful so like you can play around with it yourself and it makes sense i think forza does that too and it does it because i don't remember ever seeing that i think when you go into adjustments there's like a little box that says this is does this okay so yeah have you been playing more of it Forza, oh, I still play it. Yeah, how's that? Blizzard uh, Mountain's really good. Now that you got the season pass, or just Blizzard Mountain? I got the season pass. So did they say what else is coming in it? I have no idea. It's, no. it's. I think it's one other thing like Blizzard Mountain. Oh, that. How much was it? Thirty-five for, for the pass. For two. Well, you. I guess you get a bunch of cars. It's pretty too, significant, but, yeah. actually. Like I, I, I've been playing that a lot still, and basically only doing Blizzard Mountain. And there's a ton of stuff to do in it. And it's actually pretty difficult because they added those challenge things. So, like, whenever you're doing a race, instead of just winning the race, it gives you this skill challenge to do during the race. And that's how you get the three stars for that thing. Like, Blizzard Mountain switched to a star system. And is it usually just, like, how it's quickly pretty, It's kind of tough. Or is it, like, specific? No, it'll be like, uh, it'll be, like, score this many points, like, drifting and oh. passing and all that stuff. Or it'll be, like, do this really specific thing, like, hit. Uh, there's snowmen in the Blizzard Mountain. <laughs> yeah. So, occasionally, uh, one of the races I did, it was, like, make sure you hit three snowmen before, while winning the race, too. That's fun. It's There's hard. It gets it hard. Though. Like some of them are really difficult and they piss me off because as soon as as soon as I know I'm not doing it, I just immediately restart yeah. and like that kind of sucks cuz you, you weren't doing that in the base game, you and, know. And we talked about this before, but you don't use rewind either, right? No, I turned that off yeah, from I the very beginning. Yeah. And I, I completely forgot that's a fun, like a Me thing. too. I, I forgot it was a thing forgot. because I never used it. Yeah, you get like 15% more experience if you turn it off and that's mm-hmm. like that's well worth it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, that's a great game. Forza is a really yeah. I, that's a I really good racing should game. Should get back into it again. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, but I'm excited for Dirt Four. <laughs> we got off that, but yeah, like There's that's a, a that's an exciting announcement. There was now. no date for it. No, this year. Oh, they did say it's supposed year? to be this year. That's fun. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, I didn't expect to really talk about that. So and here we are, 14 minutes in. Yeah, I didn't think that was like worthy news really yet. So cool. Well, people <laughs> like the game, and it got you going a bit. I know. I've been very close to installing Dirt Rally 
basically every day. Like I, I seriously always want to play that game, but I know there's more to do in Forza and I don't want to just push Forza aside. So I'll just play that as a rally game. Have you played more Forza than Dirt Rally? No. You don't think so? I don't think I've passed that time yet. I have like 60 some hours in Dirt Rally or 70. Like I have a crazy amount of time. That's in that a lot. Game. Yeah. How much do you think of Forza? Maybe 40 or 50. So you're, you're I'm getting, I'm getting yeah, there. you'll pass it. Yeah. Especially come the new DLC, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Whatever. There's more to do, frankly. Yeah. There's just more to do. Yeah. Cool. What else is going on in the world of... Well, Resident Evil 7 came out. I was going to say, we it should did. probably talk about Resident Evil 7, because that's... That's like the biggest a release. A pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, knee-jerk reaction. It's outstanding. Outstanding. I would use the word. I would use a word as strong as outstanding. Um, so th- this is very obvious. One of like one of the things that first captured my attention, like right off the bat, was in one of the cutscenes in the very beginning of the game. It was only about five seconds long, but I noticed that it was the best looking thing I'd ever seen in a video game. It was. It was it was just the cutscene part, but it was like there was a guy in a car driving, which looked good. It was an aerial view, but then they cut to one down at like road level, and it was a car driving by, and I was just blown away. So that was a small cutscene thing, like right off the bat, I was like, okay, this is, this looks good, this is cool, and you start off in the woods and you move into the house that you play in the in the demo, of course. So Does it look better than Dark Sector. Dark what? Sector? What? <laughs> so remember, random. Remember how amazing Dark Sector looked? It did look pretty good, but... Uh, yeah, maybe like what? 10 years ago. I was ago. trying to... Fuck off, guys. Go back to sleep, Simon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was... Uh, so you get into this house, and stuff gets pretty out of control pretty quickly. And it's it gets very violent very quickly, which I was a, a very big fan of. Something pretty traumatic happens to your character pretty early on. Uh, you know, they can't really be spoilers because it's so early, but I'll still let you experience it for yourself. And then you get to a point where I guess the game sort of really begins whenever you're at the dinner table with this whack job family. And you, you, you've see, everybody's seen the picture online, so that's no spoiler either. But from there, um, you know, everything just starts spiraling out of control and you start getting a feel for what's going on. And like there's little subtle hints. The father does something to the son. Uh, well, I can just tell you, he he cuts the son's hand off, and spoilers. It, no, no, no. This this isn't really because it's not your character, and again, it's super early on in the beginning. And I'm just telling other people to watch, and listen for little cues. You hear the the kids say, "Ah, oh, not again." I'm like, "What do you nah. mean? What do you mean again?" You know what I mean? So it sort of sets the sets the tone for what's the theme of this Resident Evil with like regenerative bullshit, and. Anyways, uh, you end up getting chased around, yada, yada, and you f- you fight this father pretty early on. But y- you can tell that he's not done for good. And so where I'm going with all of this is this game is a... It's like an homage to all previous Resident Evils, which is... That's so, what it seems like, yeah. It's so cool, but it, it's not it's not like the, the Dark Souls 3 argument of greatest hits. It's 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 a brand new, fresh experience. Obviously, being in first person, totally different approach to this and all that. But it there are so I mean I made a a note and I'm I'm only probably four hours in or something like that. But I made a notepad on my phone. I, I like you every way more. Me too. Yeah. Well, I mean I I only had two good sit downs with it so far. But 
um, I just took a note of every little thing that was like a previous Resident Evil game. And the, the, my favorite thing right off the bat was, and I know, Nick, you haven't played the old ones. Josh, did you play one? Yeah, are you going to say something about dogs? Um, well, I, I can, but no, I wasn't going to. But the first thing I was going to mention is, like, immediately, they even have some similar puzzles. Whenever you go into this one room, there's a statue holding a shotgun. And then there's a door behind you, and you're like, okay, well, obviously I can't just take the shotgun. Because you take it, and the door closes. Which is a head nod mm. to a, a shotgun, and also an emblem puzzle for the first game. So later on, you find a broken shotgun, put it on the statue, take the real shotgun. So it's little things like that that are really appealing to the hardcore, like, old-time fans like me. Um, even even some of the, like, sounds are the same. Like, uh, there's a there's a balcony in the upstairs of the house you go outside, and it sounds like some of the outdoor areas in the first game. Like, the crickets and everything. I, I know that sounds like a subtle thing, but... I think that's what they're. That's going. a real subtle. I, thing, I think yeah. they're going for that subtlety that people like me would pick up on. You know, people just entering Probably. the franchise. You know, it just oh whatever. It's outdoor noise. Yeah, but yeah. then um, other things. Going back to the dad, he is nemesis basically. Yep. You fight him over yep. and over again throughout the game, and I love that because I actually that was my favorite thing about Resident Evil Three. Like there was, I've mentioned this probably 50 episodes ago talking about nemesis randomly you get a feeling of dread when you would um have to fight him now i wouldn't say the same thing as of this game because obviously it's not as wonky as resident evil 3 you feel a little bit more well equipped but still it's like this recurring boss that keeps coming back and pops up at uh, unannounced times so that's really cool um question about the nemesis thing yeah so in Nemesis, even back then, it was kind of a random thing, right? Or was it set every time he would show up? The, it, it was pretty set, except oh, what was okay. cool about 3 is there were different paths that you could take in the game. So whenever he would show up, there'd be a split decision that you had to make. And yeah. you would do something completely different, depending. And the one example that is uh, most clear in my mind, or clearest in my mind, is he comes at you on a bridge, and you have the option to fight him and continue on that path or i think you can try and like knock him off or something but you end up falling off i can't remember the specifics but the point is it's a totally different path really cool. okay so i i guess i missed so i knew there was something like sort of player agency there and i was wondering in the new one does the father show up at certain times i think a good i think a good way to is he this, like a gated thing? Is he like an alien in Alien? Yeah, is he like in Alien Isolation? Yeah, yeah can no. he just show up? I okay. okay, I'm only four hours in. I don't think so. I think there are scripted times. Like, for example, yeah. I, I, I won't give anything away here. I definitely I found saw a, a boss fight section with him, too, mm -hmm. so that's probably true. I saw, I, I saw a key item that I needed. I got the key item, and he showed up. And, got and you're yeah. sort of caged in. So okay. that's a scripted thing. Um, which I'm kind of kind of cool if he was an ambient yeah that enemy. Been, it, it like, would have yeah, been cool, and also it, it might have yeah. been a little bit it might have been a little bit too much cat and mouse for me because I'm like you, Nick. The more I play Outlast, I do get sick of that aspect. So that's what amnesia is. Yeah, and and I know, so, but that game's also supposedly so scary it would be worth playing anyways for me. So that's that's why it's scary. It's yeah. scary because it's very unpredictable. Exactly. A feeling of dread. Yeah. 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 But um, like, and and more from Resident Evil Three, they added gunpowder, so you can create ammo, which is very that was oh. an amazing thing in Resident Evil Three. And 
instead of just being able to make gunpowder with certain components or just making herbs with other herbs, yes, there are still herbs. Um, of course, you can eat they, the herbs. They they have they have Mass Effect Omni Gel now. It's called Chem Fluid, and <laughs> you can mix Chem Fluid with an herb to make like a stronger medicine, or you can mix it with gunpowder to make ammo or different things. You get my point. So they they definitely yeah. give you a little bit more agency in terms of you know if you're really good at it and you never get hit, you're just going to make ammo or vice versa. Um, they brought back item boxes, which I thought was really cool. It's definitely appropriate in this game. It's needed because you have a pretty limited inventory, and I, I like that whole item management thing. I, I never, I was never had a problem with that in the old games. Um, little things from four that they added. There's like breakable boxes with items in them, and there are definitely. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this term, but Ouroboros, which was like the the big thing yeah. in four. Uh, a lot of the enemies I've encountered are, it's like a combination of that and believe it or not, some of the enemies from Resident Evil Revelations, which that was a throwaway title, but still, um, the point is they're just, go ahead. Uh, yeah, question about that stuff. Do you like that there's just enemies around? Like, cause I it don't It depends know on how they resolve much it. About... it de- I, I mean, I, yeah, it's just like, I get there needs to be something that challenges the player other than just the guy the family the family i guess yeah but wouldn't it be more interesting if it was kind of just that i don't know well i'll tell you this like, um so far from what i've learned about the story and i'm trying to tiptoe around this stuff without revealing anything from the notes that you read and every like it's actually pretty cool the context that they give you in the notes and memos that you find everywhere uh these people are experimenting on people and it sounds uh, to me like that's what these enemies are. So it it's it's so not just some that. arbitrarily thrown in enemy, which is good. It, I, yes, it would be annoying if that were the case. Um, just a few other uh, last points. Uh, they they brought back like the iconic. So in Resident Evil One and in, in like in two for for doors, they used diamond spades, clubs, whatever. In one, they used sword, shield, helmet, stuff like that for keys and doors. And in this game, okay. they brought that back. They have scorpion doors, a raven door, a snake door, and you find the keys. And then it's like Metroid because you're going back, which Nick, yeah. you love, you know. So um, they brought back. Uh, I think that's funny. Like, why this family set up do- locks oh, like yeah, that? It's in the house. I thought about that first. <laughs> yeah. And like, there's a door where you have to find three different dog plaques to put. But that's. Yeah. It's, it's a Cerberus. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 silly. And it's also a little self-aware because you're there's another puzzle where you literally have to cast a shadow on the wall. And your character says, who builds this stuff? And that was, yeah. <laughs> when you think back to the mansion in the first game, it's like, what the hell? And and they tried to sort of, uh, the guy who built that mansion, they try and in, in different games, they try and give a little bit of lore on his backstory and why he made it so weird with all the trapdoors and puzzles. But yeah, it, it's silly, but that's what people, that's what initially enchanted people about the Resident Evil series early on. So it's cool to see a return to form there. Um they they have a couple of rooms even that are direct parallels to the to the first game. So again, just cool that they're doing that. They have a beautiful save room music, which made me very say happy. They're save save rooms, right? They yeah. have official save room. Like there's a lot of auto saving that goes on, but you throw a manual save every once in a while in case you screw up, which is very important because I have screwed up before where I just got destroyed by enemies and I was like, okay, I'm I'm definitely reloading my manual save. Yeah, and um. I did run into one problem. It was kind of funny. There, There's one room 
somewhat early on in the basement where you fight multiple enemies. And I got my ass kicked the first time. So I, like I mentioned, I reloaded. I went back to that room and the enemies were all walking into the wall. Now, don't get me <laughs> wrong. That was me <laughs> that was very welcome to me because I was like, nice. I, I actually didn't have the ammo to kill these guys. But also, what yeah. the hell? Like, they were literally yeah. just walking into the wall nonstop. So um, that was the only problem I've had. As you can tell, everything else that I have mentioned has just been obsequious praise of this game. Uh, it is scary. I've jumped multiple times. Um, I'm really... That was going to be my next question. Yep. I'm def I've definitely been scared by it multiple times just from, you know, jump scares, but they do a good job of it. Uh, uh, as long as you do your brightness settings properly, like friend, my fr my best friend Tommy, whenever he's playing it, he cranks the brightness up a lot because he likes that in games. And I'm like, Tommy, that sort of ruins, that defeats the purpose. Like, you're not supposed to be able to see stuff. But, you know, to each his own. I like to keep it dark, uh, and they do a very good job of separating that contrast. So I'm very excited to spend time with it this weekend and this whole upcoming week so I can talk even more in depth about what's going on in the game not just the head nods and my initial impressions on it it sounds like um there's reasons to play through it multiple times yeah there's different paths and I think there might be even different endings okay yeah uh the the thing that I think is really funny about this and this is just because I don't care about the series but okay. like you being trapped in this house and then it's that big that you can like lose the dad in it or the father character so like and you can get away and something. then and Go then ahead. like the safe rooms like why would there be a safe there's no room would be safe a, you know it's like a it's it's game. a game i know yeah. but it's like really funny to think about that i always that. think like in the same regard like horror movies or anything i might have even mentioned this before like when you're trapped in a house and like shit's going on. Why don't there would be a way to window? get out. Just jump out. Exactly. Yeah, it's... I don't care if it's two stories up. If it's yeah. that menacing in there, just jump out the damn window. Yeah. What do you want to be dead or have broken legs? I have a weird uh, movie reference to explain that that I think was done pretty well. Why not to? Why they can't get out of the house? Okay. Um. Don't breathe. Did you I hear about that? that? Yeah, is that the one? It's a Sam Raimi movie. That's the one with the um, blind guy. Right? Yeah. I oh, I saw that in was, theaters. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was surprisingly it was like, it was surprisingly like thought through for a horror movie, and Agreed. they couldn't get out of the house. Like he made it so nobody could get in because he's blind. Yeah. So whenever you're in there, there's only like one or two exits, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there, and of day. course, like early on in the game, cool. you you speak to a cop through a boarded up window. So yes, it's boarded up and barbed wire and everything. But to Josh's point, like spend five minutes with that window, you can probably yeah. Get I mean, out. you're sitting there crafting fucking ammo and shit. Yeah, and like, <laughs> don't yeah. don't you have a shotgun? Can't you, you just, just bust your way through? You there can or blow you it can up or... <laughs> bust through it with a shotgun. Um, yeah, make uh, explosive ammo. I. Speaking, I'm glad that you brought that up, Josh, because it jogged my memory. I forgot maybe the most important and coolest thing about this game. And exactly. Josh, you're not going to believe I found a way to tie it to this. No ink ribbons. No, no, no. The level design is like Dark Souls. Everything is connected. And it's unbelievably cool. Oh, I would hope so in a house. <laughs> well, but it's not just the house. It's there's the underground thing. 
There is, and, and, and I'll talk more on it next week. It seems to me like there's almost a hub because you do, uh, yeah. you get outside, but you're not free. And it seems like it's a place that you probably regress to. So everything's connected in different locales that you can go to, but you can always come back to this one central area, which mm. seems, I don't know. I just, the, the other games were connected to some extent, but usually once you move on to the next big area, you're there. You know what I mean? So and you don't return. Exactly. With the, I mean, you do go back to the mansion yeah. in one, but the point is, I don't know. There's always been a little bit of that, that notion in the, the early Resident Evil games. And once you get to the action ones later on, that was completely non-existent. But yeah, you do do some revisiting in the early ones. So I like it's once again, returning to form and something that I think is going to be very well met by, by uh, fans. It's of definitely getting pretty high praise. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, I admittedly would like to see it in VR. Oh my god, that's the one I thing that... I would like to experience in VR. But I can tell you this right now, this will I will make a blanket statement. This will be one of my favorite games in 2017. I guarantee it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I, that goes without saying. <laughs> are you going to are you going to get the season pass for the DLC then? Um probably. Uh, I I mean I'm going to I'm going to already announced it. It comes out next week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whatever. Yeah, already they, DLC they... next week. They're they're turning Wait, what this is it? It's a whole new tape, like yeah. a whole new play style. Oh, and uh, I guess the second DLC is like almost a mini game where you feed the family. <laughs> or, yeah, That's it's something about feeding ridiculous. people. Well, I, I just, they, they're turning this ship around and this was their test and now I'm willing to support it again. So I, I will almost certainly play all this stuff. And I also, I haven't read ahead because I don't want any spoilers. I don't want to know. But apparently, this is a classic Resident Evil in that once you beat the game, you unlock a bunch of shit. And that's awesome. You unlock the harder difficulty, I know that. Yeah. If you know anything else, don't tell me. I'm hoping for something pretty different, because that's how all the Resident Evils have been. So, so also, back on, on the, the last demo, you guys remember hearing about the dirty coin you could unlock if you did a bunch of things correctly? Nah, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. I guess all it unlocked in in the actual game is one more antique coin for upgrades. So a lot of people are pretty upset they spent time doing that yeah. just to get their antique <laughs> that, coin. That, that kind of stinks. But since you brought that up too, Josh, they they didn't get too carried away with it. There's not like a merchant system or anything, but there are a... What are you buying? There are, How funny would that be? Yeah, right? If there, was, if there was some merchant in the house in this house yeah. with crazy people. Yeah, yeah. but they, they like did pops this... pops out of registers and like... Yeah. They did this what in, in a way that makes that sense visually, and you collect these little coins, hang on to them. They're, they are not useless. I, I wasn't sure what they were for, and on my last uh, sitting, I finally realized, wow, this is really cool. So they can be used for upgrades later. Huh. And I guess this is tied to Resident Evil lore. Yeah, that's um, exciting. I didn't wasn't aware of. We we were talking about that like why is this even really called a Resident Evil game, but it sounds like everything about it other than it being first person it and the whole umbrella stuff mm -hmm. it still basically is a Resident I, Evil I game. I saw well not even just in gameplay style or any of that, I mean like story-wise, like in the yeah. set in the universe. Yeah, that, that's what he's saying. This this is how things are attached to this game. I didn't read it yet because I didn't want spoilers, but mm. it's not like just a whole new redoing of Resident Evil. I'm curious what that is because the lore of Resident Evil is it's, ridiculous. It's, a, it's <laughs> definitely a Charlotte's Web of insanity. But yeah, Josh, I know you probably will at some point. If if Josh also gives it a pass, will do you think you'll play it? 
I'll just let him borrow mine because I bought it last night. Uh, no, I'm definitely not going to play this game. Right, right. I, ha- well, I have well. no interest. No, I just don't, I have no interest. I, the gameplay looks annoying. Like I don't want to do it. Um, I don't. I don't like the whole adventure thing of Resident Evil games. Like I think the puzzles stuff is silly. I and really just want to see it to be honest. It, just, well, and that's why it. I I plan to just watch somebody play it. <laughs> like I'll just watch a, a let's play probably. Um, watch a VR one. Oh god, that'll make me sick. Yeah. Watching well, yeah, watching I mean, people if, if, record VR is it's hard. Yeah. If you don't like that gameplay, that's definitely the right answer for you. You know, just watch Oh yeah, no. Play. I I mean, I never I was like 99% sure I would not play this game regardless. Like I even though it's getting praised and whatever, I just don't have any interest. Like it's the reason I didn't play the original ones. I got bored. And annoyed with trying to figure out what to do. That and, and you hated the tank controls. <laughs> and the tank controls. And like the gunplay doesn't look great in this. But it's, at the same time it's hard to tell. It's, I it's not. Possible. I will tell you right okay. now okay. that the the enemies that I have fought are like jittery enough that it kind of sucks trying to kill them with a pistol. I have heard. Yeah. I just got the shotgun but I haven't used it on an enemy yet. I had a friend who told me it's pretty OP and I'm very okay with that. Because holy shit the pistol is annoying. Yeah. And, and, like, I thought ammo was supposed to be pretty scarce, but if you can craft ammo, I don't know how scarce it really is. It's not abundant. I would not call it scarce. Okay. Yeah, that was my other problem in the original. Like, the remake, just dealing with zombies was annoying. I mean... And I understand it's supposed to be... Survival horror. But, like, that, but I don't like that. Yeah, like, I, that's, like, it's like, like I don't want to play that. I think it's boring well, and in, frustrating that, that's why i liked last of us on the hardest difficulty if you remember me mentioning that because there was like no items to pick up and it made it more like a survival horror game. yeah fuck that i, I, I mean, mean i'll tell you, you this kill enough enemies in the first place in the resident evil one remake when they added the aspect of dropping zombies but then they can come back as crimson heads if you don't burn them with gasoline yeah I'm i mean there's lie, a whole other part that that complicated it to an annoying level for me for sure yeah like, like I, I didn't actually even get didn't far like enough. I didn't get far enough for them to do that. Isn't that how you had to kill enemies in fucking that other game you played years ago? That I need like a little more than that. to get through. <laughs> yeah, like what? What are you talking? The about? other horror. Uh, fuck the other horror game. When we just started the podcast, you talked about. Um, you're. It's like a Resident Evil Four. Kind Evil of Within. God. Yes, thank you. Evil oh. Within. Fuck! Don't you have to burn enemies to actually kill them? Yes, sure you're right. You you're right about yeah. that. Yeah, once they're on the ground, you like throw a match on them or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. I forgot that, that game, game didn't matter. Existed. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter. I think people think there might be another one. Yeah, there's there, supposedly, there there supposedly another one. People it started off well, really and then the end of the game, I was in a turret sequence and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was hey, so there cool. were turret sequences in Resident Evil 4. Yeah, yeah and and again, actually, that my, my closing thoughts on Resident Evil... I mentioned this to you guys already. Resident Evil 4 was groundbreaking. It changed video games. And while it was arguably one of the best, if not the best Resident Evil, it also simultaneously ruined the franchise. For me. Yeah, for fans. Yeah, because that's whenever it went to straight action bullshit. So it's a very weird, bittersweet um, turning point for the series. This is going to be... You're going to be upset with this, but 5 is actually my favorite Resident Evil. Really? Yeah, I love 5 so much. I'm five not upset, Josh. To play, but that's because, I, that's because it's a third-person shooter. Yeah, <laughs> like, I enjoyed the game, but that was when it was no longer Resident I Evil. 
And don't forget how I much time I spent with Mercs. multiple times. So did I. Yeah. I take that back, though. Raccoon City was my favorite. <laughs> I yeah. don't even remember which one that oh my is. God. Yeah. No, that was that shitty multiplayer shooter that just came out. Remember? Oh. And I, I played like, it and had fun with it, but it was yeah. really stupid. It's probably because most people don't even know what it is. That's why that joke doesn't work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. I think that's what it was called. Or Umbrella Corps. Um, what? No, Something. Raccoon's Operation Raccoon City was that was it. Yep. Oh no, Umbrella Corps was the recent one. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I'm talking that was about. really bad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot about okay. that one. <laughs> yes. I'm legitimately drawing a blank on that one. That that was a game that came out last fall or something. Recent. Yeah. Oh, Recently for PS4. And, was it just? PS4? I think it was just PS4. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they that was just that like was put it out and trash. didn't tell anybody about it. They yeah. didn't. It was bad and like it reminds me of what Konami's doing with metal with that new Metal Gear game. Yeah, co op shooters. I don't know. I feel like they're actually expecting something out of that though too. Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll good see. times. Resident Evil Seven. Everybody, if you have any interest, play it. It's worth your time. You won't regret it. I promise you. And yell at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Continuing on Japanese games, I started Final Fantasy Fifteen. I'm so happy. This is this was the highlight of my week, and <laughs> no one is more surprised than myself. I'm really that surprised. I did not expect you to even I, play a couple hours of it. I like it. I think it's I'll a play pretty it. good. I think it's a pretty good game, actually. Oh, um, oh, so Alex, so Nick says he likes it, and no, I told you this. I. Josh, I told you from the beginning, your opinion, like, I, I'm the Final Fantasy guy. I said from the beginning, one day I'll play it and I know I'll love it. So, especially with both of your reviews, that's fine. I was just giving you a hard time. It's um, No, I know. I, like, on this one, I trust you. <laughs> I do. I already like it better than 13. <laughs> and I've only played it for, like, less than 10 hours. Um, because it just starts off how you want an RPG to start off. It's just like, here's a world, here's things to do, go do them. <laughs> and do them as you will. And it's... My favorite part about it, though, is like the whole road trip thing. It works. And that's what I thought was going to be the coolest part. From the beginning, part. that's like, what you wanted, Nick. It's, it's really well done. And it has all of these systems that like compound on each other that you are just managing constantly that are worth doing and i love it like i think that's really cool the uh traveling between things in the car is fine like i it's actually even faster to travel by car and not fast travel and do a loading screen sometimes yeah sometimes. like which is really funny well, what i really like about that though is if you are traveling mm -hmm. it tells you how long it's gonna take yeah it shows you how long and like, tells you a time and things can happen while you're driving like you can get experience or like weird little photo ops with prompto um you get ap mm -hmm. it, you can level that up to get stuff Ascension for driving yeah. and then so like you're driving around you're stopping at local watering holes like a diner a hotel or a motel or something there's these like little isolated communities and it feels like a really alive world in a in like in a way that no Final Fantasy has ever felt. I only I kind of sometimes find myself wishing there were more like cars on the road and there's, random people. There's, there's just, plenty. There's enough. It's like, kind of and and the, the the way that the world is set up, it's probably a video game cop out, but it's kind of like a wasteland in a way. Like yeah. you're you're really only traveling between 
you're traveling through like a desert and stuff to here's a single diner. It's just a pit stop. Yeah. It's like it's like making pit stops along the way. To your lo- get to your local tipster. Yeah, like you find you go into the diner, you talk to the dude, uh the chef or cook or whatever and he's like a local person and he knows what's going on and around the immediate area around him. It has super charming music when you go into diners. It's it's so like and then you have to eat because you're on this adventure, you're battling monsters, you're doing all this <laughs> shit, so yeah, they're gonna get hungry. And they, they say that too while running around. Yeah, they're like, I'm starving. There's benefits to Killing eating. enemies, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah, there's be- there's benefits to eating, like you give stat boosts. Alex, it's funny you say that, because after some battles, your guys are like, I'm really hungry now. Yeah, I love like, it. I'm tired, you have to sleep. <laughs> We've, we already went over like the systems before, like when Josh started it, so it's just like all of that stuff working together is really kind of fun to manage. Like, it feels good to, okay, I'm going to go do this hunt, or I'm going to go do the next story mission. I need to prepare for this. I need to have I need to have eaten a meal, so I have some <laughs> sort of stat boost. I need to make sure I've slept so I can level up. And it's like, it just, this loop, this gameplay loop works really well can you now see how i got lost just doing side quests the entire like first half of the game yeah I was and i'm trying not to do that because they're really mindless like so far and that's the only like that's probably my biggest complaint is it feels like a mmo style role-playing game where it's a lot of throwaway missions now, now i will mention though a lot of those side quests the beginning versions of them are kind of slow and boring but once you progress them further is when they get more interesting because they're typically from the from the same quest giver. No, no. Like, I'm at the point... Um, I'm on chapter three. Yeah. So I'm at the point where I'm getting quests from all angles. Yeah. Like, there's people in the world that... All that stuff. Yeah, what will happen is you'll do that, and then they'll give you another quest when you're done with that one. Yeah. And, and as you progress, they become more interesting and more difficult. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, they're just go here and kill these things. It gets better. Like I for the most part. I don't really believe you, but we'll see <laughs> because I don't really know the the, the problem. The, what I was going to compare this to was in Witcher Three. Witcher Three, you're doing the same thing every time. You're going here and killing this monster, or you're going here and inspecting what happened here. Sure, <sighs> Witcher you can break it down. You can break it down to like pretty basic gameplay, but the thing that Witcher has is actually like story driven stuff. Even in the side quest, that can twist and turn and like totally ex- balloon into something unexpected. I don't see that happening with Final Fantasy because the writing isn't interesting. The char- the characters that you like, your bros, they're the only interesting characters, and they're the only ones that are fleshed out really so far. So that's where that whole like it. Maybe you have more steps to do in the quest, but it's it's not anything more deep i guess like you just might have to do more things in the quest like it's hard i'm probably not explaining this but the hook in witcher for me was talking to people and piecing that together and getting a story out of the quest pat Pat, that doesn't happen in final fantasy did past final fantasy have like a side quest system like this does no Uh, well hold on unofficially they but 
They definitely I, did, even all the way back to like seven, but they don't track it. There's no waypoints. It's nothing. That's what like I was that. gonna say. Like it's kind of different in the other ones. Like there's optional things off to the side, but they're very self-contained typically. Yeah. Like seven had a couple that would like go between different locations around the map, but it was like really limited. Yeah, they are and for the one hundred percent side quests, but not in the modern way that we not, think not of si- side way. quests. Yeah, and. And that's why, like, now in the modern way, it, it seems, here's this huge list of things to do. Yeah, it says that, side quests. And, and there's never really been that in Final Fantasy, um, as far as I remember. And I played a good number of them. Um, it, it was in, um, they were heavy on it, like, with a list in, believe it or not, Lightning Returns. I figured, because, yeah, yep. that's the one I didn't Because they were moving yeah, toward but that. I f- yeah, yeah. But, um... I'm, I mean, the gameplay is whatever. I really it's, enjoy it. It's fine. Are you waiting? Are you using wait mode? I am, but it's not as important as you made it sound. It's important for bosses. Okay, well, I've only fought, like, one or two okay. big enemies. Because you do need to scan. Like, I scan pretty much every enemy. Yeah, I mean, I do that, too. But, um, like, as far as planning your attack and whatever, I don't do that that much. Like, you, okay. you basically do... You don't need to. Like, that's the... That, and that's what I figured would fun. happen. Yeah, it just comes down to you holding the circle button and then maybe <laughs> switching between a weapon. And there's and, and that's actually it's more engaging than it sounds, which I'm glad. Like playing that platinum demo, it seemed like it was going to be really basic and boring, but once you add in the different weapon types and like spells and dodging and timing where you're attacking and whatever. Techniques. It's a lot it's a lot more in, engaging than initially thought. Like, it's still not that great, though. I, like, I think I still you can just of, say the Platinum demo was a really bad representation. It was a bad everything. representation. It was a bad idea. Yeah, it really was. They should have never even released it, I don't think. Um, it, because it made me nervous about the game. Yeah, like, but we, now all, that I'm actually we all hated it, and you guys it. both love it. Yeah, now that I'm actually playing it, like, it's it's really fun, and I'm looking forward to continue playing yeah. it. But um, the, uh, the other thing, I watched Kingsglaive. The movie, must watch. I, yep, oh, nice. It, it's, it's, a, it's a must watch because this game would make no fucking sense. <laughs> like you, you would have no idea who anybody is. Ever? Did they ever really go no. into any of that? Like, nope. yeah, like it never, it never explains who anybody is at all. Uh, they actually cut in pieces of the movie at one point that was the most confusing, like little couple minute segment. Ever and, like and if those... you if if I had not seen the movie and I just saw that little tr- like highlight reel, I would be like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and those those movie snippets were uh, day one. Past they were the added game, in, so they weren't yeah. even in the original version. Yeah. So and it's not like they provide any more context. No. So like it's it's really weird, and the the story is not good. Like just the premise it's is not kind good. Of a throwaway, it's but... really really basic and i actually kind of don't even understand still why anything is happening i still don't yeah so, so <laughs> whatever i mean there that i i think i said before like i don't think any final fantasy you've never been drawn to the story Mm-mm. yeah like i just they're i'm usually there for like the characters i guess even though they're not really that great either typically but um yeah it's it's all about the experience for me for 15 like it's 
it's really just doing the whole traveling, the gameplay, doing loop. side quests. Yeah, eat, eating food, sleeping, I'm, banking, leveling up. Like it's that's cool. I'm still really surprised you are into it as much as you are. Me too, and I'm <laughs> glad about it. But back to Kingsglaive, not counting it as part of playing the game. But what did you think of the movie itself? It was just a crazy thing. I, I it was like that, a crazy spectacle. Yeah, I thought that last half an hour was really fucking cool. With yeah, the, it, it's the summons cool. out there. It's worth watching. Yeah. It's it's worth watching, and I'm not even gonna lie. Like you can watch it free. Like don't you don't have to buy it or rent it. <laughs> it's on all the anime streaming websites, and yep. it's fine. Um, it's it was weird. Like there, the whole the whole aspect of the King's Glaive themselves. Yeah, like. It's weird that they have this whole universe planned and thought out, and the Kingsglaive are not even going to be in the game. Well, because they don't exist now. It, yeah, like because they they made this whole yeah. thing just for that movie, and they kind and it's just like and, unless like that's a, we're progressing in the game to get back to that point of some sort. But the Kingsglaive, once the city, once the king fell, they all fell. They yeah, it's just, it's just like such a expanded thing that should have just been in the game is what yeah. i'm trying to say like they should have just put all of that in the game like why make it a movie you know and it goes back to probably how long this thing has been kicking around and they wanted it to be that like mm -hmm. total media package thing which if they would have just focused and put all that stuff in the game it would have been a lot cooler like story wise yeah. but yeah regardless i am still i'm still playing it and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. I yeah, I'm, um, I'm worried about when other things come out. And well, what, what, like, what, what do you got? Neo comes out soon. Ah, uh, it does come out. Comes out like next week. Huh? Yeah. You can juggle too. I can. It's just like, will Final Fantasy just fall completely to the side? Because there's no reason for me to like complete it. Like I have no urge to. What's gonna happen? Probably nothing, because it's probably not a good ending. Yeah, but <laughs> you know. I need to see it all. The way. I'm gonna see it all the way through. I'm not I'm, saying I'm, I'm fun with it. I'm not saying I won't. I'm yeah. just saying like I could totally see that like maybe being a thing. You know, I don't have anything else to say about Final Fantasy. So no, yeah, uh, the only other thing I've been playing is Overwatch because of that Chinese New Year event. Oh, how's yeah, that I going? Played, I played one round of that. I like it a lot because it makes the games. It's just capture the flag, but it makes the games much quicker. They're like five minutes, which is. <laughs> Awesome. That's why you like it because it's faster. No, I mean that's. I think that's a nice change of pace from like the lengthy payload games that can happen. Like just jump in, play a quick five minute match, and you're done. I mean they they can take longer, but the capture the flag mode they added is pretty cool. Yeah, the only one I played, we got absolutely stomped. Yeah, and it yeah. probably took like two or three minutes. It was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, but but as soon as and it wasn't even us losing. It was just like, yeah, I don't want to play this. <laughs> I don't feel like doing this. I play Overwatch every day still. I'm re addicted. Yeah, it's. I I would really like to see them do something more substantial at this point, and I'm hoping they do. Well, they, yeah, they I'm sure they will at some point. This is essentially going to be a platform. It yeah, oh, definitely yeah. will be. Yeah, there's not going to be an Overwatch two. I don't. No, think. no, no. <laughs> It'll be like a World of Warcraft thing. Uh -huh. Maybe like annual updates. Destiny kind of how they've been doing in the past two years. We should be hearing about a Destiny two soon. Should we? We should. Should we be? Yeah, we should. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We'll find out, I guess. E three. I'm assuming. Probably E3. Yeah. Is that June? Yes. Cool. May? May? June? Might be May. I don't remember. Um yeah, I I haven't really been playing anything else. I I played more Resogun. I really oh, like did? I really like Resogun. It's good. 
Okay, so you changed your mind a bit because you weren't. Well, I I liked it anyway, but I'm just I I put more time into it, Mm -hmm. and it's the the weekly challenge stuff is fun. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have not played anything else really. I I was focusing on Final Fantasy because of we're running into other stuff coming out soon, so I would like to beat it. But I'd love to get through Resident Evil in just this weekend, but I don't think I will because Hitman comes out Tuesday. So right. I don't even know if I'm gonna jump straight into that or not. Man, the beginning of this year is actually pretty pretty okay. It's off to a good start. Yeah. Um, May is also looking to be a great month because Prey was announced to come out. In yeah, May. that's really all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I was like. I was expecting that like late this year. Yeah, not not in May. Yeah, I'm after Dishonored. I'm not sure about Prey. And si- since I skipped Dishonored, I can I can play it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I think the whole sci-fi thing is more interesting. That's so why I'm, I'm interested forward to that. Yeah. But um, I'm not. I I don't know. It, I'll be there day one unless it's like a must-play or whatever. We'll we'll see. I'm just a little worried about it being too much like Dishonored, and it sort of looks like that. I like the whole idea of being able to just warp into inanimate objects. Yeah, how much one. are you really gonna do that? I don't know. That that's that's the thing is like I don't. That that sounds cool, but is it really going to be practical or worth doing? I, I bet you they plan puzzles out around that, like having to do it at some point. Yeah, but how do you manage? Like they even said, I, I listened to an interview with one of the designers, and like they were like, we found there were a lot of playtesters doing things that we totally didn't account for, and like <laughs> that's kind of not that's a good thing in a way, but it's also like maybe they didn't think it out yeah. enough like they didn't they didn't plan for that enough that it's not really going to be that interesting like you can just break everything which <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know it, we'll we'll see yeah that's not even i was just really surprised how soon that is yeah no, yeah i agree that's not even the, what i'm looking forward to made for the most now that the surge has a date that deck 13 game yeah Lords of the fallen yeah that that could be cool it looks cool again i think a a dark souls in science fiction setting on a space station seems like really cool and i can't believe nobody's jumped with, on that yet with fucking mech suits mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah so really i actually have hope i have hope for that too did you see the uh big marvel announcement yeah the avengers no. thing well th- yeah i mean yeah there's an avengers game coming out um but that's not even like the biggest thing uh mar or yeah marvel signed a deal with square enix that Weird. Square Enix I, I thought that was the all. same thing. It is, but the Avengers is just the first part. This is an ongoing deal. Right, right. So Square Enix is going to have um, the, their first game is the Avengers, who Crystal D is making with uh, Idos Montreal. So those are two really big studios mm, Yeah, focusing on, on this I game. wonder what kind of game. I, who Batman. Knows? I mean, it's going to be an got, Arkham game. It's like a, a, <laughs> a, a Marvel Batman game. No. Well, that, I was gonna say, um, yeah, that's true about the Deus Ex thing, but they're not gonna do anything like that with Marvel characters. No. So it's going to be a third-person action game. Yeah. Like Tomb sort. Raider, aka Batman, kind of. Yeah. When, when you come <laughs> so, right down to it, um, considering what a cash cow the movie industry has been, it's amazing it took this long for some well, huge partnership like this. People got weary of licensed stuff, I yeah. think, during 360 and PS3 because they were always a shit. A lot of shit games yeah. got made. It's just yeah. it's strange 
to me at least, that Square Enix of all publishers that Marvel signs with. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, just that is a weird. It is call. weird, but it also yeah. gives me hope. I mean, that could be that could be a really cool thing. It also might. Suck well, they're ass. just. I mean, they're just publishing. Oh well, yeah, that's Crystal the Dynamics that's the thing. Is, yeah. They're not. Crystal Dynamics is a legit studio. I mean, I like both Tomb Raiders. Are they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? I mean, I understand there's like good stuff there, but Nick's not the person to just, ask on that. No, I mean they kind of just did what everybody else did with third person shooters. <laughs> like it's not anything. What special. else besides Tomb Raider? That's it. I think. That's it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they haven't. Were, they were formed okay. for Tomb Raider, I think. For the well, reboot. no, I think they. That's a name that's been around. Has it? I thought, but like with other stuff, I could be totally wrong. I don't think they were made to make the remake of Tomb Raider. They haven't were. they made all of the Tomb Raiders? Am I an idiot? I don't. I Maybe I'm. So. I'm probably. Oh, an idiot, that's an but... old ass logo. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I, that's been around for a long shit. time. Um, games developed. We know so much about video games. Yeah, really. Well, this is obviously a developer I've played like none yeah, of their games. <laughs> so. Games developed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, but uh, oh, well, the whole Marvel thing, matter. you're right. I can't believe somebody hasn't capitalized on it again. And I wonder... I, I think there is potential there for it to be cool because, yeah, I'm joking. Like, Crystal Dynamics is... A well-established, good developer. I just don't like Tomb Raider. As is Ida's but, um, Montreal. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like those licensed games on like 360 and PS3 generation were like ported out to weird developers you don't hear about. Like just mm-hmm. they're there to do B tier stuff. Well, you didn't like the Superman game or on N64, yeah. the cla- the classic joke. I did play that. Have you ever played it? No, I've yeah, I yeah, I rented that one time and it was garbage. Like it, the the reason people bring that game up, what is like, true? It was garbage. In what aspect? Like what type of game? Like what Look, was it? It was, uh, you flew through rings. That's it. Kind of, yeah. That was kind so of. So it was like it was like a dragon. Almost? It was like a no. It was an open world. You had free roam, kind of. Um, but it was so bad looking because it was N sixty four, and all I remember is you were supposed to be flying through rings. There might have been some kind of combat, but I don't remember because it played so poorly. Shouldn't that be the focus of a Superman game? (laughs) Combat? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I think the reason it was so terrible, it was really hard to control. Mm -hmm. Like, it was impossible to play. (laughs) Also, N64 controllers are insane. Yeah, they are. They're one of the worst Looking back, they are insane. They're horrible. Um, yeah. I, I have to put this plug in here, and I hope somebody writes in and tells me how stupid I am. I, at the time, loved the Superman game on 360. I think it was for oh, the movie. Yeah, I remember you spending a lot of time on that. Dude. Yeah, I never played that. Was the never first, played that. No. Okay, that was the first game I remember where they mastered the amazingness and fun of flying as a person. Really? Dude, it was so well. Everything else was shit. Combat was stupid. Whatever. Flying around as Superman was the most enjoyable thing ever. (laughs) And uh, also, real quick, off the whole flying aspect, I hate myself. I'm just, I'm clearing my conscience. There was an achievement for, for flying a certain amount of miles in the game, and it was a very large amount. So I rubber banded my analog stick and left it on overnight. I hate I my life. I remember you doing that. Yeah, I remember, I remember you doing but yeah, flying how, in that game was amazing. 
How accomplished do you feel having that achievement? I would pay money to have the time back. Of course, I did it while I was asleep. Or the, so it doesn't matter. The the mind or the thought and energy put into thinking. That's I'm gonna rubber band that's, my analog. That's a better stick. thing. I also left my game on overnight for uh, one of the early Far Cry games for multiplayer hours played. So yeah, kill me. That's really funny. That that's how you could get away with yep. that. There's the rubber get band away with it. A, a, big thing in the achievement it was that that was more than one game it still goes on Mm -hmm. yeah no it still goes on. of course it still goes on and it should also just tell you what the fuck are you doing yeah that should be the name of the achievement. just stop just stop and evaluate what you're doing with your time yeah when you're doing that (laughs) yeah play another game that really should be the the moment when if you're an achievement person you should be like you should question what you're doing that's one thing i don't think i've ever done is uh, like something stupid anything with my controller or i don't think i've even like left my game on for something that i can think good of. good for you the <laughs> the only example i have and i never completed it but it was we talked about this before with banjo kazooie nuts and bolts mm-hmm. yep i i went out of my way to try and get all of the achievements for that and i never got one of them which was really frustrating but um me and me and tyler did the multiplayer stuff it had multiplayer achievements, and you could do it locally. And I just let him, or I left my profile linked to his Xbox, and he left it running or something. <laughs> and it just cycled. It just cycled through this playlist. You had to play so many games that we like weren't really playing. Mm-hmm. And that was how I got that achievement or something. It's crazy. You didn't get. It didn't like kick you out of games for no. Well, it was because it was just me and him. Local. We weren't online. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was. It was local. So interesting yeah there but then i ended up not getting one of the other i, I think there's a single achievement i never got in that this, game. this is what this is secretly why nick hates achievements to this date is he still salty about no <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was salty that was rare when, that was when i didn't even i totally had abandoned them i think at that point it's just i loved that game that game was so important to you yeah 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 and it still bothers you to this day not having that i just think i just think about it sometimes i'm like man like when i actually did really want to do that how frustrating was it was it it? was because it was another multiplayer one what did you have to do something by playing online and uh it was an it was one that me and tyler couldn't do you had to actually play now can you get it through rare replay i don't know because it people probably aren't playing it so no that was the problem no, no, even I mean, when it, it was separate, out. Is it a separate achievement list or is it still... I have no game? idea. Uh, I did not launch... There's another thing with Rare Replay that I don't know that we ever talked about. Like the whole sticker thing, mm-hmm. which is the in-achievement yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's worth doing because it unlocks like behind-the-scenes stuff, which is mm-hmm. part of that thing's package. But like, whenever you go to launch certain games through Rare Replay... It kicks you out to like the arcade yeah. or ba- or Xbox 360 backwards compatible stuff. And it doesn't always apply that you did stuff and already have a save with that to Rare Replay. So like whenever I launched um, the first Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie, I got all of the Rare Replay benefits because I had them basically completed on my account. Mm-hmm. But Cameo didn't random one like yeah. cameo i i beat and played on 360 i played the shit out of that game <laughs> it it was weird yeah, it was not that great but when i launched that i did not get all the benefits in rare replay for having like done so many things huh. or like completed whatever 
So there's like some weirdness there that I never liked and like kind of sucks because I did want to complete as much yeah. as I could in Rare Replay, but I haven't talking, played it in forever. Talking about that uh, briefly, Nick, you may disagree with me. I would have spent more time with Rare Replay. I'm not debating the, the value or bang for your buck with that. I didn't like that experience. I thought it was a shitty user experience. I... It, having to kick back and forth yes, between I, things. I really thought yeah. it should have all just been on the disc, and you never well, leave. It, it could because it, it, it an emulator. It couldn't be. And, yeah, that like that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, and and I get it. It just there was no ideal solution for that, in my opinion. No, yeah, I I don't really, I don't mind it. I mean, because it was it wasn't like slow or anything. No. It would just kick you out to the arcade version. Yeah, of the it game was it was just whatever. weird. Like you know, just being OCD, seeing my oh. my games installed. I wanted to have rare replay, and instead you had oh, like God. twenty things at yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's just really cluttered. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm being like, petty. I, I admit it. Yeah, that that's that's you and Josh are. Crazy. Yeah, I I said I'm petty, and I used the word OCD, so I admit both of those. But uh, my other example with that was when I was attempting to play Perfect Dark Zero. Nothing in Perfect Dark Zero would apply to Rare Replay. For for whatever reason, anything I did in Perfect Dark Zero, none of those things would pop in Rare Replay. That's weird. And it's because of the kicking out to something technically another application i think mm -hmm. so there's there's a perfect example of why it didn't work very well but um yeah an, rare, an actual rare replay reason is not just oh i don't want to see all these yeah like i don't want to <laughs> see these installed games <laughs> i don't i don't think all of those games would have fit on the disc that's the other oh, thing. I, I, like, I don't yeah. know only because i feel like there was nothing very large on there I mean, even 360, 360 games, yeah, but those are, what, four, five, well, then, six? But then you have to think, but then you have to think, actually, on the disc are all those older games, like, yeah, Which they're not Which take big, up one had, kilobyte. They had, to, they had to redo them so they would run. So it's not like, I don't know how big they actually were. And then the games store, it, that game storing all of the video stuff and behind-the-scenes stuff on the disc and all Th that. That stuff, yeah, yes. but, like, if even if you're upgrading those old games, they would still be almost They'd negligible. Be yeah, because be small, the N64 there's games... There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, even the N64 games, though, they were, like, five and 600 megs. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This was a weird conversation. I wasn't expecting to talk about this. Yeah. Well, that's because people should buy Rare Replay. It's one of it's the been best Xbox One exclusives. Look at you pitching an Xbox One game. I know that's the only one I've ever pitched. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. Well, Forza, you could kind of consider Xbox. Not exclusive. I don't though. I don't though because it's not exclusive. Mm -hmm. That's you know what? Then no, there are officially no more Xbox One exclusive games. No, there aren't. That's no, no, there are. There has that's just first party stuff. There. A, a developer could theoretically um, put a game out on Xbox and not put it on PC, I believe. Oh, no, wait, they're not allowed. I don't... Yeah, I was about to say... I'm thinking, I forgot I they're not they allowed can, to do that. Because that's is. what... um. That one game that came out last year that no one talked about for Game of the Year stuff. Um, Holy shit, what was it called? Start with a Q? Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a Microsoft that, Studios game. Was it a Microsoft Studios? It was Remedy, but... But it was Remedy. It, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I forgot about that game. I know, and no yes. one talked about it. Yes. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> no one talked about it. Where's yeah. Alan Wake? Just bring back Alan Wake. Yeah, we don't need to. Yes, we do. You could just play Quantum Break. No, no, <laughs> no. That's not the same. Um, I. Uh, this is real stupid. I was looking. Speaking of Xbox exclusives, 
when I was I was in my attic where I have my Xbox and occasionally my PS4, the only games on disc that I own between Xbox One and PS4, there's one or two exclusives on Xbox One, and everything I have for PS4 is an exclusive. And I just think that's kind of funny, you know? Like, I can... They're like, what exclusives does Xbox really have? Gears and Halo, and that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't try to argue that Sony does have better exclusives up to this point. Yeah, I'd say. yeah. I mean, Uncharted alone is pretty much better. I'm sure better than anything that Xbox has put out. Well, and Bloodborne. Okay. Yeah. And Last Guardian. Last Guardian's really good. Um, but I forgot about that game already. I yeah. I can't remember what made me think of this, but real quick, did we? Uh... Did we co- did we cover off offline or on the podcast what's free in February? Not in February, I don't think. That lovers in a dangerous space on Xbox. Not, yeah, it was not on the podcast. Okay, Project Cars. Yes, it is like February now. Yep. Yeah, completely. And, and we're ahead of the game, so people will actually be able to get these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro- Project Cars, uh, and then 360 Star Wars Force uh, Unleashed, which is pretty cool. Um. Yeah, that was okay. That was a good game. Any, great. Anything, what about for PlayStation? Do we know? No idea what PlayStation's is. I didn't even look. I don't think they announced them yet, but they normally announce them the last week of the month. Okay. Hmm. Well, this Th- that would be now. <laughs> yeah, that would be now. What's today? 28th. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. January is gone. Yeah. And I also think Microsoft released them earlier than they typically do this month for February. Because mm. it's normally after, after PlayStation's. Yeah, well, so. we'll, we'll probably next episode what the PlayStation ones are. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh um, wait a minute. So yeah, they're. Oh no, that's January. Whatever. Next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the February's Xbox ones aren't that great, in my opinion. I, I've heard good things about lovers in a dangerous space time. It's, it's couch co-op, so I don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's unfortunate. Yeah. Which, I. It might Do not understand why games specifically go for that anymore. Like, have that and then have online. Like, just uh, yeah, just yeah, do yeah. both. Yeah, like, like Towerfall Ascension came out today as we record, I think, or the other day on Xbox One, finally. I played that on PS4 years ago. Yeah. If it was online that multiplayer. Was previously an Ouya exclusive. That's so weird. I know. <laughs> Ouya. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if that had online multiplayer, I'd buy it, but it's, it's just couch club. It still doesn't have online. No. I thought it would by now. No, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean... Like, I get trying to get people to play together you could, on the couch, And you not? could do that, and then also have it online. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, just, I, don't, it, I don't get it either. Overcooked, my biggest problem. Yeah, like, god damn it. And Lovers might be online, but I... I think it's just couch. Co-op. I think it's co-op too. A couch co-op too. Even yeah. if it is, and I'm not, I'm not interested enough to. Even hey, download I don't it. really um, know what it looks like. As it's of this recording, bright and colorful, and as of this recording, they indeed have not been released yet. So we're clear, we're safe. Okay, I, <laughs> I was pretty sure they weren't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I have no interest in Project Cars at all. That's a sim racing game. I don't know that it is a sim. I thought it was. I could be super wrong, but I know it's. I think there's a focus on formula cars in there. Which that doesn't mean it's a sim. Yeah, but I also don't really care about that, like racing around the track. Oh man, it wasn't around a track. Like that's what I mean. I don't think that game. I think it's like random road courses too. Like, like. Oh, well, I could be super wrong. But yeah, it's not just all racetracks. I could be wrong too. It's not but. Forza. So. Well, Forza Horizon is also not really Forza. It's Forza a, it's an offshoot yeah. of a sim. But yeah. I never played any of the regular Forzas. 
oh man, I put so much time into this. Six? Did you play six? Not six. I stopped at three. I oh, played oh, one, wow. two, and three. Okay. Yeah. Like insanely huh. amount of time. But um, yeah, I don't have anything else. Mm, no, me neither. I'm going to go play Ouch. Resident Evil then. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't, subscribe to us on any of the podcast services. Uh, let a friend know. Let a friend, let a friend know. know about us. Um, hey, easiest yeah. easiest thing that you can do. A quick five-star rating, and you don't even have to write a review. Just boom, five stars. Yeah, there you go. That'd be or huge. you could give us one. That's fine, too. <laughs> I really any, don't care. Any all. rating. Yeah. Just rate. For, Who looks at iTunes reviews for podcasts? Any any but, new um, listeners tuning in and you just automatically love us so much. We have bumper stickers if you're interested. Yes. Uh, send yeah. us a request on Twitter, Facebook, email, anything, and I'll hook you up. At 2v1 podcast. And then uh, email feedback at 2v1 podcast. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, comments, or want a bumper sticker. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah. Bye, guys. See ya. Get out of my house. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs>